0: Isn't to live forever. The goal is to create something that will. Welcome to Perspective, a podcast for wedding craves, where we sit down often with a special guest and talk about our many years of experience in the wedding industry, so that you can learn from us and grow your wedding business. And who are we? I'm Simon. This is Greg, and together we are Cinemate Films. We are Scottish based wedding filmmakers and we've teamed up with the photography farm to bring you six special episodes in anticipation of thrive 2023 an all-star wedding photography workshop taught by six phenomenal mentors and let's get to know them greg who are we
1: talking to today we are talking to lily red who is lily and vic so how are you both fantastic thank you for having us
2: super excited to to share and start this journey with you
1: brilliant yeah
0: yes we
1: we are very much looking forward to having you guys on (laughs) so yes thank you for joining us so you guys are husband and wife team why don't you introduce yourself tell us a bit about who lily red is
3: sure so you know Lily Red clearly is not my name, it's Lily
0: <laughs> <laughs> what
3: <laughs> But like uh, for me, Vic, I, I was actually electrical engineer for many years before I joined Lily uh, full- time uh, working together in our photography business. Um, How-
2: how crazy is that? That the Lily Red, like everybody's thinking about, okay, there is just Lily behind, but, uh, it's so much more. Is, uh, is a husband and wife team for a good, um, for good, for most of the time. There is also some, <laughs> some bad things that I can share if you want. You
0: like, can share a, away.
2: Working nonstop is, uh, our worst uh, situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: it's part of the deal, you know? And so I, I'd say we started probably back in what, 2014, 15? Would you remember now?
2: I think uh, seriously 15.
3: Yeah. And so we, we had the, we, there was a point in our lives where we were living in San Francisco for many years. And while I was working the day job engineering, um, Lily was building the uh, business.
2: Oh, wow. So you give me this power of Lily's bidding, also the business. So I'm not only the artistic part, but I am the creative part, the part, the creative part. But you know, when I, when I started, it was just me, of course. Yeah. Vic was supporting, uh, my my idea of becoming wedding photographer which i thought it was crazy when i started because i didn't like the idea you know i grew up Uh in italy and thinking about okay wedding photographer is just getting married and kissing and family photos (laughs) which is kind of true still now if you think about but in my mind it was something else was something completely different than that I came to this point uh, by discovering that it can be much more than, than a standard that was, that was in my mind. So showcasing myself that in the reality wedding photographer can be anything, uh, you want, you want it to be.
0: Yeah. That um, is very cool.
2: No, it is a uh, school it's is a, uh, is a course, you know, it takes time and you can mold as you want. It can be fun. It can be challenging, must be challenging. Otherwise it's not fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think, these two things are always related for, for us, in our yeah. Yeah. business life.
0: And uh, but, uh, I know I, I was just going to say, I mean, it, it sounds like, like just before we hit record, you said you're, you're a talker. It seems to me like you like to talk to people that you like oh, yeah. interacting with people. Mm-hmm. And so do we, are you looking forward to coming over and talking at Thrive?
2: oh yes absolutely i cannot wait like more <laughs> people is more like a, yes come on let's do it like yes. i suffer during covid time because it's like I, I need to talk with people in real time i need to touch and hug you know this italian passion yeah like go out
3: yeah i'm super i'm super pumped to get over to the uk we get to be in both brighton and glasgow and it's, it's a new experience for us you know mm-hmm. we've only yeah. been to london a couple of times i'm excited to see the crowd out there we been getting a lot of messages and things like that i don't know it's it's gonna be it's an awesome way to start the year oh yeah full of energy
0: yes it's awesome and we're looking forward to meeting you face to face um yeah you're actually so the the joys of for us doing this podcast is that we get to speak to some amazing creatives uh especially in the wedding industry well only on the wedding industry um but so you guys you guys are actually our second guest that we've had on the podcast so far uh, the rest we'll get to you know further in the month but um we were speaking with rebecca carpenter i don't know if mm-hmm. you have met Ooh, she's before. a fun one she she's is a, a, a fun, fun one, one. she's <laughs> got good energy um and she was talking about um her talk which is on kind of mindset uh mm-hmm. and i know when you guys sent over some notes for us to to look over you actually mentioned that you know the abundance mindset is something that you um think about quite often um can you tell us a little bit more about that Mm -hmm. sure so so you know i was born
3: and raised in the u.s and live and having that opportunity of being there is really really fundamental to how i i i view the world in the sense that it's not always um you have the opportunity to do what you want to do, mm-hmm. but it's up to you to take it. You know, there, there's a lot of wealth and, and value and opportunity in the world, but I feel like it's only there for people who are willing to do the work and, and learn the steps and learn how to get better in their field or niche to be able to, to, to fully realize it, you know? Uh-huh. And so... I would compare that to maybe some other countries where you don't necessarily have all the opportunity that other people have, and when that happens, you start to you start to think about scarcity. You start to think a little bit desperately. You start to think like you have to you have to be in a competitive battle against everyone around you, mm. and people often use that as a, as a reason to kind of compete on price or charge less. Yeah, and and once you realize that there's so much there's so much, there's so many couples in the world. So many, there's so many different types of styles. There's so much money and wealth in there. Like there, there is an opportunity to, to charge premium and luxury pricing for for certain types of clients. There's an opportunity and space for so many different people.
0: Uh-huh.
3: It's not just a battle for the, towards the bottom, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and once you realize that you, you have to sh- kind of shift your mind and be able to take advantage of the opportunities. How do, how do I position myself to best serve those people who are gonna value and, give me the credit for my work. And, yeah. and so it's, I feel like as a starving artist, sometimes it's hard to see that because there's so many other things we're trying, trying to balance and take care of and and manage. But once you realize there is abundance in the world, it's not just a fight to, to the bottom. Uh-huh. You, you try to see different opportunities.
0: Yeah. And I, I do want to like go into what you offer your clients um, a little bit further on, but I kind of want to get to know you guys on a personal level. So who who are Lily and Vic when they're at home, when they're not working, doing anything?
2: cooking we are normal people that are cooking and enjoy i think a simple thing when we travel so much somewhere home we want to be present at home we live in italy right now and yeah. uh we know you we make a pizza we bring my parents out for dinner i i still bring outside vic for showing for showing him my favorite places that are never ending
3: yes yeah, so, so, you know we, we, we were living in california for many years mm-hmm. we were there until the middle of COVID. And during that time, we moved back to Lily's hometown in Italy. So we kind of went through a a change in lifestyle and and et cetera, et cetera. And we traded away some of the comforts of California of kind of like the beauty of Italy. And so being here is like a, especially for me, because I've, I've never lived here, is a huge different world and opportunity and pace of life is so different. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, there is a coffee in the morning, second coffee in the morning, and then there is a, maybe coffee in the afternoon. You know, things in US, in US, it was very, a lot of uh, like, work, 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 which uh, for me is yeah. like, you know, there is a balance in life. And it's like, uh, that, that's, that's how, that's, I think is one of the reasons why we came back to live in Italy is that we, we need this life. We know life is one and, uh, we want to enjoy. And so like, yeah. when, uh, when we can, and we, we made the time now to enjoy this this beautiful country and life.
3: Yeah. I, I feel like I'm definitely, I'm for sh- like a hundred percent for sure. I'm definitely the more analytical and. Like oh, engineering-minded yes. one, clearly because that was my previous <laughs> yeah. profession. But yeah, Like the more like system processes, workflows, blah blah blah. The, the
2: American businessman you know, is gotta, in front you gotta of have you guys. That
3: balance, you know. If you don't have, if you don't have, it, like, what do you do? <laughs> I, I
2: know it's true. I don't have it
0: so for me. Is there,
2: I, I'm, I'm, I'm creative, and uh, I'm. Uh, I I can't even work. And then the moment after I need to do nothing and walk my dog or go to (laughs) speak with my sister and then go back to work. And then I forget to do this. Yeah. Definitely the artist Uh works
3: well together. That's kind of the beauty in it. You know, like if it was just like, like, like I like for me, I've always struggled to understand how other business owners can do both jobs. Like how do people do that creative part? And then that, operational part yeah like yeah it's like sure. it's like different sets of your mind that have to do the same thing i, th- I think that's why people often struggle is because you have to wear so many hats like for, for us for example we're so fortunate because we split our duties and responsibilities like what lily does i can't do and what i do she can't do yeah. do does does something like that i don't know You're yeah not the
0: artistic yeah, we, one.
3: yeah and so like we we're able to split that we we're able to like ying and yang it or um I don't know. I'm sure Punching
2: each other in the face. <laughs> yes, like,
3: like on occasion you need to, but that, that's a given, I think.
0: In a nice way, you in guys. Nice way, don't in lots a nice of way. Tender,
3: loving care. Yeah,
0: a, a loving way for sure. For sure. A loving way. You um, you actually mentioned on your website that you you love to walk the streets of Milan and you you're eating gelato. I am obsessed so, about so, gelato. Well, I, I, then I gotta ask, uh, what's your favorite? you know, flavor of ice cream?
2: Um, pistachio.
0: Is pistachio a mm-hmm. classic?
3: So
2: Yeah, That's I'm saying. a classic one. And yeah. I,
3: you know what I learned from her, from Lily was that like the best pistachio is actually like a light brown in color. Oh yeah, you know it's okay. not like a green. Oh okay. yeah, because the the, because the the brown is like the roasted uh, flavor and except like real pistachio. Uh-huh. It's not cut or mixed with anything else.
2: Wow, you passed exam. I,
3: I, you know, I, I've, I've eaten enough gelato <laughs> at this point in my life where it's like I know like that color is good and that one's
0: that one's not. Yeah.
1: yeah, you've now got your Italian residency. Like that's you, your For official sure. Italian. <laughs> that's it for sure
2: well actually now, now during free time we make a lot of uh homemade uh, ice cream. A lot like of, I, I like to eat so i like would
0: like I to eat to like to time <laughs> to i eat. i i too like to eat i i won't lie <laughs> i went out for uh for nachos with my friend just for lunch even though i had lunch already in i just couldn't resist i couldn't resist oh good yeah, yeah. 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 so <laughs> it was yeah yeah it was good but um so, so what? What have you guys been up to? You know, last year has has life been crazy for you? Have you been shooting much? Uh, can we can we use strong language on this
3: Absolutely. podcast? Can we be honest, real? Jesus, man! <laughs> it has it's been so it's been so busy for the last. I can't remember, like six years. It hasn't stopped. Yeah, yeah. but
2: let's say the last year was, was last, passed.
3: Last year, because you've got double bookings, essentially. You know? You've got yeah, COVID oh, leftovers, plus you've got new bookings. It's been nonstop, you know? Yeah. Every time we stop, we don't really stop. We just pivot to something else. So yeah. it's been going on forever. In In, in the most blessed, amazing way yeah. possible, Yes, but it's been nonstop, you know? Yeah, absolutely.
2: We cannot complain, but uh, you know, I'm Italian and we love, Italian love to complain. They're, 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 it's
3: like, <laughs> you were talking about gelato <laughs> so, card, there's also a complaining card here. I yeah. play <laughs> a lot
2: of my complaining card, I'm like, oh my God, there's so much work, how can I do it? Like, you know, we're a photographer, we need to be like uh creative and yep, I need yep. to give all of myself. So what I do, I give all of myself really to my couple and I don't have energy at home. That's, yeah. that's a honest uh, thing that I did. But this yeah. is
3: the year of rebalancing, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. so we, we started like really, really full time, like all the way in, probably what, 2015 you started in mm-hmm. 2017, I, I quit my job and joined her full time. 18, there you go. I don't know. This. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 18, I, I quit my job and joined her full time mm-hmm. and it's been go, go, go since then. Yeah. And so we've been, we've been very deliberate for this year and next year to kind of really scale back in destination weddings and weddings in general, you mm-hmm. know, it's yeah. been a great run and we've been so fortunate at it, but there's other projects and things we want to be doing. Mm-hmm. So we are spending a bit more time in those uh, as time goes on.
1: Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, let's get some of the techy gear talk out of the way. So what, like as destination filmmakers, what's, what's the camera gear in your kit bag and like, Do you have any tips for traveling with your kit?
2: Oh yeah,
3: go for it. Oh yeah, absolutely. So we were traveling last February, 2022 in Los Angeles, and we were so lucky because we got all of our gear stolen from our car. Um oh, and no. that, was yeah. that doesn't sound lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. was ecstatic about it. I was
2: crying and tears and pain. Yeah.
3: You know? oh, we, we had we had foolishly left the stuff in the back of a car and jumped into the Apple store for like fifteen minutes and oh. lo and behold, we came back, Splash, bash, gone, gone. Oh. Can I stop um, you
2: one second? Sure it was the time when we brought it home uh, I brought we brought in US all our camera gear to change to change yeah. the camera gear. So we had everything there. Yeah, like Aww. everything we
3: never thought we used, we brought with us. You know, we, we, were, we were lucky because no one was in the car, so no one got injured or hurt or something like worse. Yeah. Um, and, we're, and we're fortunate because we had all our gear insured, you know? So yeah. they they took everything and we were able to get everything replaced essentially with new equipment. And that mm-hmm. was like a blessing, honestly. Fresh start, um, yeah. Yeah, that was
1: yeah, a blessing. really, so, so
3: we've been using uh, Canon R5s and we oh, yeah. really picked up a 2870 2.0 and oh, things yeah. the beast. But what's oh my the name? God, it's bigger them? than me. The <laughs> yeah, know, the big birds. It? it's
2: just something that is bigger than me. But yeah. I, we, <laughs> you know, I'm short, and so it's like people look at me and already smiling at the wedding day without yeah. them doing nothing. So it's fun, but you know, it's like we decide to uh, have less. Uh, yeah, less less is more. Uh, less is more, less, less wow. stuff around, especially with all the travel within 2022. We said like, okay, we need to go with something that is efficient. And uh, this lens uh, is a uh, is a beast. I use now for ninety percent of the time of a wedding day. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, we,
0: well, that's
3: we cool. used to, we used to we used to we usually mm. shoot one camera out, one lens. Yeah, we usually shoot cool. single body. And you know, previously we were having to swap out lenses back and forth, mm. yeah. and It really destroyed the contacts. And there's so much wear and tear on it. Because I hated shooting two bodies at the same time, uh-huh. um, but now with um, the R5s and the 2870, it's like I mean, it, 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 it's it's a full spectrum of what we were.
2: Oh yeah, switching. Yeah. Lines so out right and now, for. what I do, I do this uh, R5 mirrorless with um what's what's a 2870, 2870 yeah. 2.0, so it's, mm, it's great. Yeah. And VQ yeah, a, I, I
3: use a 24 and a, and a 50. I, I kind mm, of just I swap. out with oh, So you're need. still right. swapping. Yeah, so, yeah. We, so we, we picked up the 2870. This is what we have. Um, like, we wanted some diversity in our lens portfolio, if you will. Mm-hmm. So this way, like, hey, I dropped my 2870. Like, I only have one lens. Like, I can't be, like, screwed for the rest of the day, you know? I, yes. I've dropped plenty of lenses in my life. Like, we're smashing them <laughs> against the door. Oh, yeah, you're the boss Oh, of yeah, that. every single time. Yeah. And so we, we split up, like, the uh, my, my lens kit to have, like, a couple. Just so we have some... Backup and diversity. We also have a seventy two hundred. Yeah, we also have a so so we have two Canon R fives and R six as a backup. Twenty eight seventy is the the main lens for Lily, yeah. and I have a twenty four, uh, a fifty, and a seventy two hundred. That kind of okay. gives us some backup in case something happens, and we have different. Um, yes uh, macro micros etc to play uh, with we used to have a lot more gear but this is it, it's just like we travel so much yeah i think last year we did like 152 days something crazy like that oh. and so like if the less gear we can bring w- with us it's just easier on our on ourselves yeah less it's, weight less less bags
0: so, so you're not finding that even though the the 2870 is quite a large lens you're still able to pack it all right and and, yeah, and the he, 70, the seventy two hundred is also a very large lens. Um, they are, they are. And, and very heavy and very long. <laughs> and is it still grey now? It is. It's it still, is still that, that, that 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 the Canon grey from like nineteen
3: sixty four I don't
0: know. It, yeah. yeah. Why is it only that lens that's grey? I've never understood that. Is there something to you it? Good question.
3: I think it's like the vintage series. It's like, I don't know, they got a special deal on gray paint. I don't know.
2: <laughs> oh, good question.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Now, you talked earlier about the move from San Francisco to Italy and the cultural differences. How, obviously, like, how have you found that cultural difference and how have you changed from that business American mindset to, to having the five coffees in the morning before you start doing anything. <laughs> How's that <Sure>. transition?
3: <laughs> you know, I've always been like a world traveler and I've been able to, to see some pretty cool places through my work. And so I got a taste of Italy as a tourist and I was like, wow, this is an amazing place to be. You know? And then I met Lily for the first time back in like 2011 and she hold me, she showed me a whole different side of the country, like, the, <laughs> like the breadth and the depth and like the,
2: like, I don't know if you change your mind or not, the real life in Italy.
3: You know, I, I got to see a different side of it. That, that was like a, a bit more, it was a bit deeper, you know, yeah. there's a lot of quirks and challenges, of the Italian culture. Like first I love the lifestyle. I love the lifestyle, the culture, the history, the food, the animation, and people, the expression, the the passion. It's super annoying for everything else, like the bureaucracy, <laughs> the government trying to run a business, right. um, um, some mafioso mentality, it, it closed my mindsets. But yeah. you know, like I, I, I still am super happy here because it gives us so much opportunity now that we're here. Like uh-huh. if you if you do bring that right mindset like the American mindset or whatever abundance mindset you want to call it.
0: Mm
3: -hmm. uh, You see opportunity at every corner because people just don't know what to do. Yeah. And so for us, uh, like working at such a high level, it's that there's opportunity here. You you just, you just have to do the work and not be afraid to take it. You you have to think that every, everything you see and when things don't work, like that's an opportunity to fix it and make it work better for you. You know?
0: And, uh, how How do you find the wedding industry in general there like do you, are you part of a a good community of creative individuals or i mean do you, i know you travel a lot for weddings do you even shoot with a lot of italians um yeah you, yeah what's your experience with that because a few of our friends have said that the the culture of other people sharing or being uh you know helpful to each other is really lacking? So I just wanted to hear how it is now from your point of view. You know, I, I think that sharing and
3: caring and and being open with other people, it does exist here, you know, but it just hasn't had the same head start like it has in other places. Right. I, I feel like within creative communities, you typically do see more openness. I, I'm not mm-hmm. going to say it's everywhere because that's not true. Yeah. But I, I feel like when you have a younger, more digital, more... International crowd exposed to different people, your, your minds automatically become open. Mm-hmm. I, again, I, I still think it has a lot of ways to go, but, I, but I think those seeds are here because I think that's going to bring the most long-term success and opportunity to people here.
2: I, I think I agree with that. Like younger, I think younger generation, they're much more open mm-hmm. compared to, you know, um, if I think about my past here and where I'm from, it's like uh, you cannot share whatever you learn, because otherwise other people steal you the job, and that's what uh, my mom asked me. Uh-huh. when uh I started uh to do our course and the podcast uh for me i what I learned in u s is like the beauty of sharing mm-hmm. because nobody's there to steal the job. Yeah. We are unique and I'm not sharing how to be lily red. I want the other people to define themselves and uh when I brought this to it, I want to bring this to Italy this mentality of being open and sharing because um we need to fight these scarcities, right? Scarcity mentality. So I think still exists, but uh, yeah, I I have a faith of young generation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You You know, I feel like I'm, look, I sound old.
0: (laughs) 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 I sound like my grandma.
3: (laughs) Your grandma's very wise then, I think.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well then, so, let's move away from the community a little bit and start talking about, about your work because um. Well, I, I kind of want to know a little bit more about your journey in terms of the route from the fashion industry and how that's affected your work now. Like, has it influenced your work? Because to me, it does seem like it has.
2: Okay, so um, <laughs> starting from the fact that I love fashion, I love fashion in a way that... Uh, uh, I always admire people in Milano when they walk out and express themselves in what they're wearing is something that I, I grow up with and I uh, always enjoy. And, uh, you know, when I start this job, I thought that, okay, wedding photography is one thing, fashion photography is one thing, and everything is a different section of, um, professionals, uh, different professionals, and they cannot combine, be combined together. Um, since, uh, I was uh, struggling because, uh, you know, that was in 2016. It was my first full year of weddings and uh, I wasn't happy. Mm. I wasn't happy. And I thought wa- I was like the kind of girl that is not, or is not, is never happy. And I bla- started to blame myself. Like, come on, Lily, you wanted to be a wedding photographer. You are a wedding photographer. What's wrong with you now? Why are you not happy? And I realized that, um, I, I, I wasn't, fo- I was photographing. Uh, without uh, really putting some something of myself into it. I didn't have this strong style. I was there. Mm. But you know, it's like yeah, I'm here for you. I do my best, but inside yourself you feel like you're not the the artist that you want to be. So I talk, uh, I talk, I talk with Vic about that and told uh, like, Vic, I, I'm not happy. I'm sorry. I know that like, I, I didn't know what to say. I was like shy because mm-hmm. you know, you reach your goal and you're still not happy. What is wrong with you? Yeah, my answer yeah. was like,
3: what the fuck?
2: <laughs> <laughs> After all of this time and energy spending you know, on became who you want, Um you know, best advice that I got from him is like, uh, you know, write down your ideal wedding. Where is it? Who is the couple? What they're wearing, uh, based on what you, what would you imagine that they're wearing? And so I start to kind of design my. Ideal wedding based on design, uh, the design of the wedding, the, the the fashion of the part of it. So this bride wearing uh, a not a typical wedding gown, uh, and uh, in, in this boutique hotel in Mexico. And then I say to Vic, "Okay, I have an idea about uh, my ideal wedding. Now what do I do?" And he say to me, "Now go do it. Go yeah. make it happen. Yeah. Go go to do the work." Look, like you want, you want this in the future, you have to go in Mexico. You have to come and put together a team. Uh-huh. And that was in 2017 when this thing of like destination of shooting, uh, style shoot wasn't there at all. So yeah. I, I wanted like completely new field. I was scared because, you know, I was like, Oh my God, I have to go to Mexico. I, I didn't tell to my mom because uh, she probably told that um, I would never go back. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Italian mothers.
0: Uh-huh, yep.
2: So, you know, I went, uh, I did, it was hard. It was a lot of money, energy, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But you know, since the first time I saw the photos, I crying and say like, that's, that, that's me. That's who I am. That's how I grow up. That's the things that I love. Mm into photos, into ideal clients, to what I want to photograph in the future. And I realized that like those, this, this fashion, this Vogue magazine that I was always looking when I was younger, that they, they came out uh, in a, in, in the wedding industry. And so I went uh, super excited and I started to create so much content, way too much content. <laughs> Because I realized that I can combine fashion with wedding, and they're not two different fields. And uh, at some point, like clients, they start to me uh, see me as this editorial wedding photographer, which I didn't see myself. They they saw from the outside, and they called me that. And I went like, "Oh my God, yes, that's me." Yeah. And uh, you know, this is how I was able to to bring, uh, to bring uh, into my world, whatever I, how go up. And, and this is amazing fashion. Fashion nowadays is a big part of my wedding photography uh, style. And my brides, they, they, they love it. They ask yeah. me advice about what to wear. They're bold and fearless. They wear colorful wedding gowns. And, uh, we're on the same page. I think it's all, it's all about define your, your clients that, are, that uh, you connect with.
1: Uh-huh. yeah yeah you know where where else other than fashion and magazines where else are you getting your influences for your style of photography mm. or is you it know, all just
3: fashion I, 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 you know I, I would say like we, we live in italy so i i would say i, I can see it in the way lily edits and the way she she plays with her mm. colors it's very renaissance style it's very bold it's not Brighten area at all and it's also not dark and moody it, it just happens to be very bold expression of colors uh-huh. i feel like it, it, i feel like that has to be influenced by by artistry it,
2: i think it's more yeah. art like uh colors for me is like uh you know so many times when i was young my parents brought me to bring like art galleries and paintings and i did art school so it's like for me it's like okay w- like, th- that's me. I, I, I want to be myself. I want to embrace myself. Even this, this was so scary before. It was very scary. You know, when you start, like, you don't know what to do when you wanna, I don't say copy, but, uh, copy. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Inspired it's by. okay Be inspired Be inspired by. Inspired yeah. because you
2: start and and it's okay. When you start, you go do it. You don't know who you are. You don't know what's your style, but oh. I realized that, uh, I'm not for everyone and it's okay. It's okay. So yeah. it's like, uh, you know, I, I, I mold this business into what I grow up, art, fashion food sometime. I don't know. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. There are some food shots. Yeah. Sometimes
2: I, I enjoyed this food shot because I love, yes. I love food photography too. Mm-hmm. It's something that uh, I thought I was start in the past. Uh, I was ob- obsessed about food photography. Yes. I realized they didn't bring money. So i moved mm-hmm. into weddings.
3: <laughs> you know, I, I'm going to add a little side story on that. We were living, um, we've we lived a lot of places. We are living in the middle East for a couple of years as I was doing a, um, uh, as I was doing uh, engineering and Lily was working with an assistant photographer friend. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was also photographing at home, like creating scenes and setups, uh, for flat lays and food. Like there, there was like a new dessert or a new baked item and a new background she had painted or something. <laughs> like there was something going on like every day. Uh-huh. And I remember having this conversation with her. It's like, is it food photography or is it not? Um, and it, it didn't happen to be a food frog. Food she went in a different way, but you can still see that in her work, I think. With yeah. some of those flat lays and some of those details, it, it still it still lives through that.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, but you don't get... Well, I suppose in in the wedding industry, you do actually still get canapes. Yeah. So <laughs> there is still food available. Oh, um, yeah. So that kind of brings me on kind of nicely into... What's important to you when you create an image, you know, when you're at a wedding, what are you looking for?
2: Um, you, 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 you mean like the money shot in general, or like the, like for me what's important is the composition. Let's say that like yeah. what okay. I want to see in the end result of my, like the top favorite photos is composition based on like the destination of course that the couple choose. Um, emphasize this dress that this bride, uh, uh, choose with so much joy and happiness. And of course, lastly, but not the less important, the candid moment then the emotion. And uh, even if it's pose is never a pose because, uh, you know, I, I love to direct couple because oh. they, they want to be direct for me, but I always direct in a way that they feel like a, a model that's for me is the ultimate goal
0: very cool very cool it's uh i I love it yeah
2: what what is it that
0: you want to get out of wedding photography is it i mean you love to travel is is that is that part of it
2: uh, yeah, that's, 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 uh, you know, I give you one simple example. I, I wanted to go back to live in Italy. So through wedding photography, I was able to come back here simple, simply why I miss my family. And I want to be more in touch with that. It. It's so simple, mm-hmm. but, uh, it's so like uh, something to drive us into the uh end goal and that's something that the dream drive us into here. Yeah. You
3: know, I, I think we we've always been traveling ever since we we met mm-hmm. and we we're always going cool cool places um for holidays and things like that. And then it, it just seemed like a natural like destination wedding photography just seemed like a natural extension of what we were already doing. Like mm-hmm. Lily was building her photography business. We were already taking the opportunity to travel to cool places and then through somehow fate or whatever, we just happened to combine them uh-huh. without really realizing it. You know, I think we were traveling, when we were living in California, um, Lily always had like a goal to move back to Italy. And and so did I honestly with her. Yeah. And so like weddings were were a way to do that. Like, we could get paid to go back and visit her family and her friends, mm-hmm. um, and it just never stopped until mm-hmm. we moved back.
0: All right, cool. There was, um, a question that sprung to mind because, uh, I asked Rebecca Carpenter this last week and I was just typing it into my notes there, um, it, it was, who do you shoot for? Do you, do you guys shoot for your client or do you shoot for yourselves?
2: Hmm. Good question. I think it must be 50 50.
0: If That's I just what Rebecca a, said. You
2: wow! <laughs> I, no, I told you, me and her, we are on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> totally, like yeah. uh, we're going to have so much fun together. But yeah, you, you, you need to, you need to, you need to photograph for them because they hire you, mm-hmm. and you need to do for the joy of happiness for yourself, especially your creative and artist. And the artists, they need to be happy. Otherwise they don't do a good job.
0: Yeah,
3: Yeah. I I feel like (laughs) when, when someone hires an artist, you're inherently hiring them for some sort of like artistic style, need something like something you connected with them emotionally. You know that yes. that's why well, that's why you're making that that purchase from them. And so you have to trust them to to create that vision. Mm-hmm. It's not like a hundred percent photographer do what I tell you or hundred percent bride do this because I'm the it's my wedding day. Yeah, it, it like it has to be a collaborative effort between the two. It's and a I, teamwork. Yeah, it has to yeah. be a teamwork and like like there's it has to be trust both ways. But you know, I also think it's 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 kind of. You're kind of shooting for like everyone on the wedding day because you want to represent everyone's work. You want to represent the planner's work, the florist, the the bridal designer, the um, the uh, the DJ. Like you, you want. Oh, to and get,
2: nowadays, you shoot for everybody. Yeah, like actually, you, yes. yeah. You want to
3: incorporate all of those <laughs> yeah. different pieces into the wedding day because you know they're all present there. Yeah. And so, like, all of that tells the story. Um, so it's not just any one person. It's like you're shooting for that team. Mm-hmm.
2: The, yeah. Grandmother. Yeah, the, yeah, 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 the grandmother yeah 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 you're shooting you for, shoot for the grandma. grandmother you're shooting
3: for team dad <laughs> you're shooting for team friend i haven't seen in 10 years like your your, your job mm-hmm. is to like represent all those little things but like through your perspective oh, or yeah. through however you however you manage to see it
0: yeah that's a that's a good segue um <laughs> if you want to if you want more perspective content you can join us on youtube at perspective oh, wow. at perspective by cinema Uh, And you can also get the podcast wherever you get podcasts. Ashley from With Jack. I'm one of the sponsors of the Perspective
1: podcast. With Jack helps to keep photographers in business by supporting them financially and legally if they have problems with a client or they make a mistake
0: in their work. We've all had that fear of our CF card or our hard drive failing and losing important photos. You can find out more at withjack.co.uk. Head over there and find out how we can help you be a confident creative. Um, but guys, I do want to move on to talking about something that I think most photographers have at least struggled with at at one point in their careers as a wedding photographer. And that's the experience between being an artist versus being a, a person that runs a business so c- can you, can you give us some of your insight as to that kind of balance and, and how even you do that?
2: I start uh, and after I let the week finish, so. it's <laughs> because we know it, teamwork. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when I started, I thought that, um, photographer need to have the most expensive equipment, the best cameras ever, everything super cool. And, uh, everything I have to do, it was just taking photos, be the best on a wedding day and that was done. And now they are looking back and I went like, I was so wrong because I think uh, um, wedding photographer is more a business than uh, being an artist. Like let's say 46 in my opinion, I've been seeing so many amazing photographer giving up or quitting because they didn't have the business side or they didn't invest the money for it. They they didn't think about that. was. uh, they think about being an artist was uh, good enough, but uh, unfortunately, is not. That's why there that is weak.
3: I, you know, I I, I think photography and, and wedding industry specifically can be a little bit unique, and that like the barriers to entry can can are are low. You know, yep. if you want to be a totally photographer, high. people can pick up a camera and say, "Hey, look at me, I'm a photographer." But that doesn't inherently give you all the skills you need to be running that business or, or growing and like getting revenue and income. Yeah. And so, like every creative endeavor, every business is, is a business first. Mm-hmm. You, you, so you have to put that in perspective, and you kind of have to repeat it. Like, like when you're an entrepreneur, it's you have to be running and managing and growing your business, and it needs to be the forefront of what you do every single day. Like we again, like we, we have the benefit that we're able to split duties and responsibilities. Like the 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 artist lives separate from the business and the strategy part of it. And so I, I, said it before earlier, like I, I, I really empathize with people who have to do both jobs because I know how challenging it is just to do one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Like we, we do one by ourselves and we're overwhelmed as it is. Mm. And so like, like being a great photographer or taking the most epic photo doesn't do you any good if no one knows about it, you know? And so, so you have to be constantly preaching, talking, meeting, Selling, but but not being salesy. Like you need to represent yourself like everywhere. Mm. And I think people get lost in that because there's so much to do. Like Google ads don't work the same as what they did like a couple of years ago. Facebook ads change with the iOS updates. Instagram now has reels There's TikTok. Like what the what the hell are you supposed to do? <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and so it, it's overwhelming. And mm. there's no roadmap of of how to have how to really do it well. And people kind of just stumble around. And I think in investing yourself and give yourself that edge because the barrier to entry to photography is so low. Like you, you have to level up quickly to really make some progress in it.
1: Yeah, yeah. You said that at the start of things, obviously Lily was the main one behind the business, so she was running the business and obviously creative. Do you feel Lily that having the separation of the roles now and Vic taking on some of the business work? does that free you up to be even more creative and enjoy your photography more?
2: One hundred percent. Like, uh, 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 can I be honest here? I never send a contract. Yeah. Like, things like that, like sale, like, I don't even know what they are, but, uh, I, I go to spend my time to, you know, taking care about uh, relationship with couples, um, go to see a, a, an art museum, go to like, a, I work deeply on my creativity and this is, uh, I, I, I don't like to, to use the word lucky but I feel like I'm, I'm lack in this case because I can like just focus on my superpower.
3: Yeah. I, I think that's a great point. It's like at, at some point your business, you, you, you have to be growing. I don't want to say all the time, but you have to be growing and and getting clients and bookings and, and getting better at what you do. And at, at some point you start delegating and outsourcing to, to grow because you, you, there's limited time there's limited opportunities and you, you may not be the best for a certain task or situation like mm-hmm. yeah. like I, I know I'm not I'm not the best artist when it gets compared to Lily it's like there's no competition so why would I spend my time doing something she's better at and vice versa why would Lily spend her time setting up workloads and systems for contracts and client management when it's just like it doesn't make any sense you know mm-hmm. and, and so we, we each focus on what we're what our superpowers like what we're really great at like and that gives us the ability to be really great at it and then free up time for other things to, to keep getting better at it
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally, I. You know, I. I'm actually loving the way that you guys are describing your relationship because it's how we. It's, <laughs> it's just it's, us. <laughs> it's us, Lily. <laughs> I. I am you. I. I cannot like run a, sp- uh, an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> what is it? Yeah. I. Awesome. You know, c- client management, CRM's. Not. I can't. Not my thing. Um. What. What else are my weaknesses, Greg?
2: like blog posts like uh, Vic give me like give me photos for the blog post so I give you the artistic part and you write it down I give you a few notes about where where and what but uh, you do it (laughs) enjoy
3: the challenge is I have to to manage my wife as like as a worker and as a wife so it's like (laughs) who am I managing am I managing the wife right now or managing the worker I don't (laughs) sometimes the lines get blurred and it's like a disaster but
0: (sighs) yeah I I can imagine that's how it is (laughs) yeah I think sometimes Greg describes me as his child uh, from from (laughs) time to time <laughs> I love that. <laughs> which is, uh, yeah, which is hilarious. Um, well, you know, since we're talking about superpowers, let's talk about your Thrive Talk, which is titled Discover Your Superpower to Level mm-hmm. Up Your Business. Mm-hmm. What does that mean, though, for the people listening who are going to thrive? What Tell them what the, what, what what's this about?
2: I tell you one thing about this Discover of Superpower is something that... Uh, I always like to talk about my experience and, uh, how I get to this point. And I want to share with the, with the people that are going to be there, that, uh, this, everyone, everyone on us has a superpower, and we don't know that we have until we go through pain and we go through experience and we go through joy and we kind of grow up in our, you know, experience of life. And when when you understand how to listen to the people around you, the people around you, they're telling you what's your superpower. And when you accept that because you love it, you start to use it and you attract more clients. That's why I I love to discuss about this more because it's very... uh, you know, he's up in the air. Nobody knows. Like, what about superpower? Can Lily fly? She's a superwoman, wonder woman. <laughs> kind of. I cannot fly. And I, I can fly a lot with a plane. But Maybe <laughs>
3: <thought.
2: laughs> <laughs> it's a surprise for a time. Maybe surprise for a time. But... Um, I'm not telling you now what is my superpower and tell you when I'm going to be at the conference, <laughs> but the tour, uh, thank you to my clients. Uh, I understand what's my super client, superpower. So it's like, uh, it's amazing because I told, I told at some point I went to week again, I always speak with week, like week, I have a superpower and now I'm going to use to make the world better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it. But, yeah. Your enthusiasm for life right now oh is so infectious. I, I, I'm Limit. I
2: believe <laughs> it. At least I believe it.
0: <laughs> yeah, you have to. Like, if if you
3: don't believe it, like no one else is. You know, like it makes your job that much easier.
2: I believe. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. So surprise, it's gonna be a surprise. Can't wait. Yeah, Can't
1: wait. So, <laughs> so you've both identified your superpowers and you're utilizing them to sort of grow the business and sort of improve every day. How? Did that come naturally, like identifying it and being able to lean into it? Is that something you had to work on or did that come naturally to you?
3: I I feel like every day is a lesson in something new, honestly. Like, once you start, like, what, once, like, I I feel like everyone goes through an, I feel like, not everyone, I, I feel like some people are fortunate enough to go through like an aha moment where one day you kind of just wake up and go, holy shit, everything makes sense. Or, or, or you realize that, oh, wait a minute. I can actually do whatever I want. I I don't have to continue the road I'm going down. And and once you realize that, you go on this journey of like self-discovery, progression and learning and everything that comes with it, mindset changes and growing up. And and part of that journey is like realizing like what you're great at and what you're not. Like what's my time most best spent on and what it's not? Mm -hmm. What are my priorities and and what are not? And, And that naturally leads you to like discussion of like, oh, wait a minute. I'm really great at this or this is what I This is what I was born to do. Um, so everything is a journey and, and it started from us from, from meeting each other and starting wedding photography. So it, it's always been a progression to something else and something greater. And it, and it just keeps happening. The more you keep digging, the more you keep exploring, the more you keep pushing. Uh, I feel like that's where you start to de- learn things and develop things and get better is when you start pushing beyond those, the super comfortable and easy boundaries that actually mm-hmm. don't give you any safety or, longevity that you thought they did
2: hmm. nothing comes easy yeah. nothing oh, that's what no. i learned and that's <laughs> i thought that life was easy when i met week i thought like you know my parents always take care of me and life is good and there are butterflies everywhere the season the, the italy food and blah 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 and then i realized that life is not easy.
1: Yeah. there's So much. (laughs)
2: So if you want to get something, you have to work hard to get it. And uh, that was a great lesson. Nothing comes easy, but Mm
1: -hmm. you work
2: hard, you get it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you talked earlier about working hard to identify your ideal client and then like working hard to go and manifest that and make it happen. So tell us a bit more about your process to finding your ideal client. And is that ever evolving or is, Is that just your ideal client and you just always focus on that?
2: I think uh, I feel like it uh, was evolving and now I get it. I know who they are because uh, since uh, the moment and we do the first call together and we have fun and we're on the same page, I go like, uh, okay, that's my clients. And uh, it's a love. It's uh, There's no other way I can describe the relationship with, the, with my clients. I can mm-hmm. be myself. They can be themselves. And uh, that's all I want for both of us. Uh, for sure it was like a, a process. It was a, it was a long process because, um. You know, when, when you start, who is your ideal client? And I remember when I was in US, I did this, a lot of courses about defining your ideal clients. And for example, there was this course about giving the name of the ideal clients who have in mind, what job they do, where they go shopping. It was a great exercise, but uh, I realized that I was creating an avatar of a person that I don't know. So how can I understand who they are, what right. they want, if yeah. I don't know this person called I even give it a call, a name called Emily. Emily, a lawyer that goes to anthropology to do shopping in New York. Yeah. Okay. I give it. I did my job. I didn't like it. And then uh, one day I say like, wait a minute. I was constantly thinking about who is my dear client? Who is my dear client? And I, I realized that is a version of myself because, uh, we have, we hang out such a, in a good way. We have so many things in common. Um, we love, they got married in place that I will go get married. And so since the moment I realized that my dear clients are there so myself, everything came out so easy. And I think for every photographer, there is uh, the clients that represent who they are. That's why it's so, it's so beautiful because there is, there is a clients for every photographer because each one of us uh, is different. Uh huh. Right. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah.
2: And uh, I love that. I love that process. So I learned something by doing something that didn't like that's, that's me. Like I push myself, I do the exercise I don't like, I'm not satisfied. And I had to find the answer inside me. And the Alchemite is like, okay, my idea clients is a version of Lily with much more money.
0: <laughs> that's it. <laughs> <laughs> hey fair enough, fair
2: enough. <laughs> i mean i love it they're great they have this an amazing cool place hotel and uh have a great uh, style so yeah. have fun
0: <laughs> amazing uh so, uh so have you always known who you are like it is it, we i don't want to call you a i don't want to say are you a simple person but when I was growing up, like even, even to a couple of years ago, I kind of had many parts of me. So when you were talking about finding your ideal client was you, my ideal client seems a bit mad, but that's like, but there's another part of me that's quite sad and, and, and not depressing i'm not selling myself here very well um do you know what i'm kind of getting at there's kind of like multiple facets to every person which facet of yourself like i I find that really hard do you you have any tips for anyone out there who's kind of struggling with that kind of feeling that kind of question
2: Yes, I, I I understand you because like uh, I, I, I a lot of time I'm depressed too, and a lot of time I cry. And my clients, I'm sure they are they are their up and down moment. Mm-hmm. I always refer. To the part that I love about myself—the uh, strong Lily, uh, the one that is smiling, the one that loves uh, art and fashion and inspired—and that's that's the part that I want uh, uh, to connect with my dear clients. So you cannot connect with all the parts of you. You just uh, uh, define which part and. Do you want to connect with them? And of course, it's the best part of you, otherwise, we're going to have a depressed wedding photographer, <laughs> which is not good. <laughs> uh, like, I don't want to see my down, but I have it. We are artists and I take it. I take the downs that I have. Yeah, the good yeah. part is that I've been on my side, that is the, is the rock. You have to be the rock. Yeah. You have yeah. to firm, be the rock.
3: Firm, steady rock. Don't mess with rock. Don't um,
2: mess with the rock. So, the advice, like, a, like understand what's, what's the part that makes you proud of yourself. I co- I connect with the, with the ideal client out there. There is a one clients for each of us just yeah. connect with them.
3: I, I think even though that we, we may be different people or different, like different progresses and stages, we, we always want to kind of like be the person we want to be. Like you may not be the perfect person now, or, or the, there is no perfection. You may, you may not be the person you want to be. You've got a lot of growth and journey ahead of you, but like try to be that person now and then you and then at one at some point you'll you'll, you'll become that person like uh-huh. through trials tribulations and discipline the work like like it's so fascinating we meet people at different conferences and workshops and things like that and we're meeting a lot of people for the first time
1: yeah
3: um, and it's really interesting because like however they present themselves to me, like that's how I know them. Like I don't know what's going mm-hmm. on in their head or how they feel or what their struggles are. I just see whatever foot they put forward. And so if you if you show me your best foot, like how I know you is, is like the best version you just gave yourself. Yeah. And, and, and I feel like that just keeps building on itself. Uh-huh. And so it's like, it's not fake it until you make it. It's just like, just be who you want to be now instead of yeah. waiting for something to change or happen. Like there's no, you don't need to wait for anything. Yeah. You don't need to start working out January first. Like you can start today and just do it.
0: Yeah, and I would I would say for people who might have listened to me and been like, "He's very confused. What's he talking about?" You, you, I, I have personally found that you can actually put many of yourselves out there at the one time. Almost, I suppose it's a little bit different. So what I mean is if you were to see one of our films say some of them, some of the moments in the films can be like really angsty and, you mm-hmm. know, suspenseful and they can be dark and I kind of go into that. But me on a wedding day, I'm happy as Larry. I am yeah. high as a kite. <laughs> I'm having the best time of my life. I swear to God. <laughs> so it's like th- you can balance the two with your output mm-hmm. and you know how you are in the day and how like what you create. So, for people out there you, struggling you with with that, just yeah. yeah, you can bounce. You can do it.
2: You have to bounce. Give give yourself the time to um, refresh and go down at home. It's okay. We we like we give so much energy on a wedding day, emotionally, physically, and everything. Uh-huh. So it's it's okay to be read the uh, down when you yeah, can make you're, a you're allowed to
3: sit on the the sofa with with like a blanket, like a dog. Blanket and, <laughs> and
2: watch <laughs> yeah. and look at the white wall in front of yeah. you. It's like, yeah, okay, I'm alive. Period.
1: Yeah, yeah, I definitely. After a wedding, I come home and I need a beer and a whiskey. Just sit and zone out and try and just calm down a bit. Mm. You know,
2: we start a new trend of eating pasta midnight.
1: Oh, oh hell yes
2: oh yeah what, what about that
0: what, what what kind of pasta we talking about we call it, like spaghetti carbonara um, more... no
2: super easy because um uh, the, like three o'clock you don't want to be difficult <laughs> <laughs> so you know it's a uh, kind of sad pasta but uh, it's fine you at three know o'clock,
3: everything's delicious, <laughs> it's, 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 it's <laughs>
2: delicious so we put like Ideally, would be maybe aglio, aglio peperoncino. That would be my. So nice, would be nice.
3: Garlic, garlic, peppers yeah. and oil. Just so it's like. Yeah, there we go. For
0: tomorrow morning. You should do Ideal. it. Try. I I will I will I mean I I do snack when I come home from, from a wedding. I'm I'm not gonna lie, but I, I. know. I know. We we got a dog recently, so I I would probably just wake up the dog. So I actually just might scamper upstairs and just be silent <laughs> and go to bed like a sensible person. <laughs> That a person that my wife will appreciate because I'm a good husband. I, I, I love that you're so worried about waking up the doggy. <laughs> uh, oh, absolutely. Well, she's like nine nine and a half months right now, full oh, of energy. Oh, oh, she's uh, a cockapoo, very high energy, and she mm-hmm. is, she just loves me out of all the family. So uh, as soon as she knows I'm in, she's just awake, and that's her just very yeah, excited. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, for the oh, for the yeah. sake of everyone, I just. <laughs> That's a yeah. pop.
2: Pa- make a pasta with her.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> so you know how we were talking about how we all like to come home and de- decompress. I love on any social media platform when it's like the, the before and after or me on a wedding day, me at home. And it's just like super nice, dressed up at a wedding, being all worky work, happy days. And then them just sitting in front of a computer for the rest of the days. I really find that hilarious. Because we all do it.
2: Yes, totally. We've got
0: our
3: home beanies on. Come on. like. I was guessing you look super comfortable.
0: Yeah, (laughs) This
3: is pajama life, guys.
2: Pleasing outside, you know.
0: (laughs) Do you guys have like a, oh, what's it called? Is it a snood? Is it a snoody? Udi. An
1: Udi. Do you guys have an Udi? What what the heck is that? It's like a big. I think that's a brand. Udi is a brand, but it's just a massive big fleecy hoodie type thing that's oversized Wow! yeah
0: it like goes down to your like legs and covers you up next you investment just- opportunity that's i will a- certainly look that up
1: there
2: we go
3: uh, <laughs> i just walk around that all day set- without clothes and walk maybe we could use top. our
2: dog to do to uh to this to do this we have a giant Newfoundland oh, tom so oh you've got, you got you
0: a dog oh go 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 ah nice
2: she's bigger than me <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> again the camera is bigger than me the lens is bigger than me the dog is bigger than me wow what a life
0: yeah I, I, you know how they say the the camera uh, adds on 10 pounds to people when i mm. see you at thrive you're just going to be like a mini person is this i am i'm going to be able person. to hold you in my head
2: i can go in the pockets <laughs> I've,
3: I've got I've, I, i'm almost double her weight it's fun so
2: <laughs> thank you this doesn't help at all <laughs>
0: Uh, You know, since we're talking about uh, social media and, you know, online content, let's talk about content creation, because I think it's something that many people struggle with because there are just so many, so many platforms. So what's your process with content creation? Um, You know, like, what do you create? When do you create? How do you choose which platforms you create for? Can you can you fill our listeners in? This
2: sure. is a technical, so sure. like we can't. So, of-
0: so you know, <laughs>
3: when we started with content creation, it was back using style shoots. You know, style oh, yeah. shoots are essential. Are, are great portfolio pieces when you don't have the the work you want yet, right? Mm-hmm. So, as we are transitioning our brand from local california bay area weddings to international destination we created a lot of style shoots to do that right so we did receptions tables we did couples we did probably everything i literally did everything you could think of and i feel like that was the main method for content create that's what we did for a long time Mm -hmm. like we did style shoots probably up until 2020 or 2021 we haven't done any recently um then that's on purpose and so th- that, that, that's, that's what created his portfolio and the brand and the, and the aesthetic you see now, but I feel like content has changed. It's not just pretty pictures on Instagram anymore. Yeah. We've evolved or devolved or however you want to look at it. And so content also means great blog content, you know? So every time we do travel somewhere, it's another opportunity for us to be creating great guides and articles and, and content to share, uh, on our website, you know, I, I feel like our website is one of our biggest assets that we actually own long term. So the more we invest into great articles, blogs, and SEO, the bigger asset we build over time. That's going to keep drawing traffic, and it's evergreen. And, yeah. and so we invest a lot in that. Um, and we have the beauty of living in a cool place and visiting cool places. So it's more opportunities to create content. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and then and then with, and then with social media, you know, for a long time we were. Focus just on destination wedding, destination wedding, destination wedding. So those those stylish portfolio pieces really went a long way. Mm-hmm. But as we we kind of pivot out of full time wedding photography and we expand more into education and training and workshops, as we expand more into like textiles and and ribbons and other um, avenues, like we we need different types of content to support that, and so like as we position out of weddings, like we want to introduce more of ourselves into the brand, you know? Mm. I think people want to get to know us and what we did and how we did it. And we want to be sharing that. Uh-huh, so yeah. we're creating some type of content now. We're creating content that's useful for our audience that may not be just brides. Like how could we introduce resources for photographers, for, for planners or florists, whoever else might be out there in, in the creative and entrepreneurial space. And so it, it, it's a lot of content ideas you know like just recently like chat gpt and things like that um, have been introduced a lot of resource to create ideas for content really quickly uh-huh. yeah. right you can you can you can generate lists of themes hooks and angles really quickly and that helps you kind of plan out um your content strategy going forward And then you look for TikTok, honestly, for trends, like TikTok, like things work from TikTok and migrate out. It's so funny how that works. Like you see so many videos on Instagram with a little TikTok badge on it (laughs) now because those content creators are starting there first and just pumping out to different platforms. Uh So short form media. Um, so what does that mean? Like bite sized pieces of content people love, um, instructionals, coaching, and then how do we work photo shoots into that? So like we shifted out of style shoots as our content. Mm Um, we did that we did style shoots for three, four years, you know nonstop and now we're shifting into a different form of content creation like short form media um, and then just useful blogging SEO content
1: yes yeah yeah so and- if you're in a location and you're like okay let's utilize this location, create some content, are you creating for a specific platform or are you creating for sort of what's it called when you use it over multiple platforms and for repurposing? Are you creating like yeah. going? Okay, this is a TikTok shoot, or okay, this is going to be used in multiple places. Sure,
3: I I, I wish we were that advanced, you know. Like I I would say, yeah, that sounds great. Let's do that. <laughs> we're not we're not up to that level yet. So I I would say when when we go when we have like a, a destination wedding in Mexico or something, for example, right? Like naturally, just because we're there, we we do try and stay in some cool hotels. We do try to go check out a aperitivo or a cocktail hour. We do try to check out the restaurants and the scene, what's going on. And it's just a natural extension of that. Like we're already doing these things. Mm -hmm. It's not like we're going on a special trip just for this. Like we're already doing these things as part of the wedding anyways, or the best part of the holiday. And now we're just making sure we capture like these points and these images and, and just notes that we can re- repurpose and reuse later mm-hmm. um, we are starting to be a little more methodical or, or oh yes and, that's and, um, and, and strategizing and, like what content we're going to create so it's not just walking it's not just us walking with like a video um <laughs> like not a video in
2: controller. the moment
3: it was walking out with an iphone recording stuff mm-hmm. like we're, we're like okay we, we have these like three or four pieces we want to be doing so let's make sure we try to plan out a little bit of storyboard how to do it. Right. Yeah. So that, that's kind of a direction we're moving in and, and it started to implement. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, can you, can you give yeah, us an example so Just a bit more
3: purposeful? Yeah.
0: Oh, sorry. Sure. I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, can you give us an, an, an example of like one of these, uh, videos that you would maybe, you know, choreograph a little bit more?
3: Sure. So like if we're doing like a, an aperitivo, or like a nice, um, cocktail, like if there's like, a, if there's like a really fancy hotel venue in town mm-hmm. and, and the budget's beyond what we can afford. Like they're, they're paying the one or 2000 a night. we can't, we can't afford that on our, on our budget, but you can certainly get access to it by having dinner there, by having a cocktail there. And then you can start to create content for your blog, where you start to show off that, that aperitivo cocktail space, you start to show off, um,
2: the space, the people, just the, the food, experience the of hanging the out experience. there, you know, like if you like. Like Whatever you, you like, you can
3: do quick little videos, just like introducing a place, little clips of you ordering, having a drink, and, and you can tie that into like a behind the scenes reel of location. Like and when we talk about destination wedding photography, a huge part of it is becoming the authority and expert of where you're going to be traveling. Uh-huh. Like when, when we when we teach people how to how to jump into from local to destination, we always say start with one place. Like the, the entire globe is not your, your, your first step. It's like pick a place that's easy, accessible, and you can build really great content in, and, and let start, and start to get like your systems and, and like your workflow set up. Like you want to have a blog for the best venues in let's pick a place Positano. Right. And so you, so if you, if and when you're able to travel there, you, you would take notes on the, on the each venue location, take some photos, start to build authority there. If, if you don't have the ability to travel there, that's okay too, but you start to write those articles and blogs and start to create that content that positions you as the expert. And so for us, it's being experts in travel and that, in that, in that space. So we, we talk about restaurants, we talk about hotels, we talk about venues, we talk about things that when people look up Positano, our name comes up yeah. and it's a resource for our couples and brides and other people who are, who are trying to go there. And we just keep hammering that down over and over.
0: Yeah. Very cool. I, I was quite, I don't want to say quite surprised because like, so everyone has a website. We all have websites, I think for the most part. Um, It's always interesting because I feel like sometimes we just, there's just so much social media stuff, you know? We're going to be posting stuff on Instagram. We're going to be posting stuff on Facebook and TikTok. And sometimes the website I feel that many of us we forget about the website, so it was really oh, interesting yeah. to hear that that was your main focus, and then everything kind of spins out from there, so yeah.
2: It's crazy. Right? Like yeah. for me, even for me, it's like, I don't touch the website beside the photos
0: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Yeah, beside the photos. Uh-huh. And like I, I told like, okay, the website is dead blog. Nobody read the blog. And mm. uh, I just had to focus on Instagram and TikTok. but uh, it's not true.
3: Yeah. You know with, Like the website is, is like one of the assets you own, you know? yeah. And, and so the long, the longer you have it, the, the more valuable it's going to be over time. If you put in the proper work for it. Yeah. Um, and you know, Search isn't going away. It's just adapting and changing so that the most useful and valuable content gets seen first. The, the, like the days of like uh, just stacking key keywords and and your articles don't work, right? <laughs> Google. <laughs> I you not know, at one point that worked you know yeah like and, totally unreadable so, like,
0: text just
3: yeah yeah all the oh hidden God. text when you scroll oh, over with your mouse you see the all worst. the text yeah oh. yeah it, it's just how it's evolved like it, now it's based on search intent and there's a whole bunch of stuff behind it but mm. like you, your website you own and yeah. it's a valuable asset and it's a way for you to separate your brand immediately from everyone else mm-hmm. I, I know when we redid our website maybe a year ago we were thinking about our brand, who Lily is as a person, her personality. And we really wanted a way for that to shine through. Mm -hmm. And so the website went completely in the other direction from what it was, like the brand completely changed. It was scary. Yeah, it was clean and simple. But Lily's like maximalist and like... Energetic, right? And so you have to be able to convey that personality right away. Like, yeah, that's like, scary. Yeah, like, it's scary for me. You gotta embrace yourself. Like, and that's yeah. what's gonna separate you from everyone else. Uh-huh. Like, you are the separation, like, you are the difference. Uh, yeah.
2: how amazing is to hear that? Like, uh, when you hear that, you feel like so much power. Like, okay, I'll embrace myself. Yeah. Even though be- the moment before you were like, "What are you doing? Like this website is way too much," <laughs> but that's that's me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Sure.
2: That's me. Wow. Yeah. Okay.
1: That's awesome.
0: And you can, you can tell. So for our listeners, uh, go go and check out Lily and Vic's website because they. I mean, it's clear that you guys do spend a lot of effort on it, Um, because. It's interesting doing podcast notes. So I do the research behind a very podcast. Um, I, I'm checking all, like everyone's website. I'm checking everyone's socials. I'm you know check, I'm having a look. Um, in fact, I, I'm even finding errors. I know I've, there's a there's a, a a Thrive speaker who has a, a couple of buttons that don't work on their website <laughs> that I'm I will inform them about later. <laughs> <laughs> later um but yeah it's it's uh, really good so definitely listeners go and actually check it out for sure um Thank you. you can the, do like podcasting plus auditing it's great i love it <laughs> <laughs> what um for the for our listeners out there what other social media platforms should they check out of yours
2: instagram First, first and foremost, forever. It's been my love and hate, uh, my, uh, my partner beside Vic has been, has been Instagram, Mm -hmm. but I'm listening the word and, uh, you know, I'm listening the change and, uh, I always wanted to evolve too. That's always something that uh, I say to myself and to, uh, the people when I go speak is like listen to the change and evolution so <laughs> I recently started uh, the TikTok oh wow and it's uh, like oh wow okay what I'm doing, what I have to do I feel old suddenly <laughs>
0: oh, yeah TikTok <laughs> well, does I- that <laughs>
2: So I don't know. <laughs> I kind of like, I, I realize I I should start, I and I want to start to use TikTok more when myself, I start to use TikTok more. Right. So that's the place where I want to be. Like now I enjoy to see the videos more than just to see a pretty photos. So mm-hmm. I want to understand how, and I don't know yet, how I fit inside that platform that for sure, Uh, I don't want to use for attracting maybe couples that's for, for Instagram for, I want to use for more mindset, mindset teaching. That's what uh, I would love to, to do as an extension of my podcast. Cool. I have podcast too. Yep. And then uh for education, I love to education through the funny video that uh, we we have over time. Yeah, so. you
3: know I think TikTok is such an interesting platform because on the surface if you look at it, you're like, oh it's just Instagram, it's stupid. I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when, when you really dive into it, it's like a content based like search platform. It's really interesting how, how it how it works and how different it is fundamentally mm-hmm. from like network-based um, Instagram or Facebook, like who you know, versus like really viral content. Uh-huh. And it's a different approach. Um, and it's a little shift in, in how we work. I, I feel like w- what I love about it, it's still a bit organic and it's still just super authentic. Like you, you can just oh. be sitting there in pajamas talking about stuff. I love and that. Like, you're not looking for that like super aesthetic as maybe as you were with Instagrams that started from photo roots,
0: you know?
2: I think the world is is telling us, hey, we're done with this uh, perfection, perfection, perfection. perfection. I was done too, and as a woman, you know, you always like uh, feeling not, not, in, not good enough as an artist. You always feel like not good enough and mm-hmm. uh, we're done with it. Like we want to embrace who we are with our imperfection. And, uh, if this is Tiktok, uh, okay, fine. I take it. <laughs>
0: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I'm with you as well. Uh, I mean, I, I live with perfection every day. So, uh, I mean, look at look at this man. I mean, look at oh wow! Look at Thank you. <laughs> so, so all these platforms I see is like client funnels. I, I mean, I, I, not not as not as machiney as that because obviously you put yourselves into them and stuff. But but you know, on, on a very basic level, there are client funnels mm-hmm. to get potential clients to you to your website. Um, but tell us once. Once a potential client has made it to your website and they've emailed you, then what happens? How do you convert that potential client into someone that you then have a relationship with and then shoot their wedding? Sure. So
3: if they've already if they've already gone through the process okay. and we got them to to click and send over a lead. That's fantastic because that that's what our website, you know, if you really like dumb it down, the website is just to get clicks and visits, right? Yeah. That's all we're looking to do. Clicks and visits in the right places. So once you've got them there, the next step in our process is that we, we acknowledge every inquiry right away. Like Mm -hmm. people, when people it's, it's 2023, like we're not waiting to get the, the, the post in the mail, you know, (laughs) like send, and we have the systems and, Process is set up so that when we do get an inquiry you get like a hey we got your inquiry like we're super excited um and we'll respond to you right away like just acknowledgement and letting you know that it worked is so huge like like that level of like okay great i filled it out and it worked thank god now now there's a little bit of a waiting but and then we explain what happens next you know it's um you're gonna get a response and blah 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 blah. and our, our goal for For emailing them is to is kind of start nurturing them too. Like our our next follow up email is like, hey, we want to get you on a video call. So our next step is is to meet them face to face. Uh Because when you when you meet them face to face, it's um like that's where the connection is established and
1: made.
0: Yeah. yeah that's
2: my part it's like Ta-da, that's me you can be you it's okay it's perfect and uh, you know that's that's the really level eight from both sides i can tell if somebody is not my couple yeah if, if yeah. they've
3: already submitted a lead like they already love your work and your style you know you've mm-hmm. already sold them on that something about what you've shown them has already sold them and so what you're trying to do with, with that client call is to be like yeah I, i'm the real deal like i'm the person Like. I, I'm, I'm here to be that, that guide for you. I'm, I'm here to take you from where you are in your in your wedding journey. And I'm gonna give you those epic photos mm-hmm. that you saw on my website or a portfolio of you. Yeah. If you're gonna be, imagine yourself as that couple having that experience and that's what the client call is for is to like build that trust.
2: He's, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's like they realize that uh, Lily Red comes with uh, not much more than just be a wedding photographer yeah. it comes with the uh, hey you can you can trust me you can ask me i'm i'm here for 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 you to anything you need so it's, mm. uh it's, it's very very great because it builds build a, a great relationship.
3: Yeah, when yeah. couples come to us, it's because they know that we're experts on Italy, like Como. Yeah, um, they know that Lily's expert in fashion design. They ask her for dress recommendations and designers. They ask for venue recommendations and places that we've seen that that they, that maybe they don't know about. And if they're coming to us because our brand represents so many of those things, fashion destinations, epic places, and they're coming to us for that advice. And, and we do offer that and we show that in our, in our blog and in our Instagram, um, et cetera, et cetera. So we're living and breathing that day in and day out. Um, and so that's what the call is for. And then, yeah. then as soon as the call is finished and we know what kind of, what kind of direction they want to go, we, we send them everything right away. Uh-huh. Like, we, we send them the proposal and contract right after the call. Cause that's like, the highest chance of booking. Like someone's super excited. We just had an amazing call about your wedding. We're on the same page. Like we want to make this happen. Let's go do it. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then if they don't respond right away or if we, we can't get them on a video call, we kind of send them some follow-up emails, you know? Like just a kind reminder, some little bit, maybe some testimonials or something or a full gallery. Just remind them we're there. Um, and then if we don't get a response back, we kind of let them back in the water and let them go.
1: Yeah,
0: um, absolutely. Do you, do you have any like red flags or... Like, can you can you see when a client's not exactly going to be for you? For sure, you know. I, I think it's like making
3: friends and meeting new people. It's like if you walk into a room of, of ten people, um, and you and you struggle to maintain a conversation, or it just doesn't flow, or you just it's just awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, you you tend to pick up on it right away. Mm-hmm. Usually, when the first thirty seconds or so, or minute, honestly. Um, just when you have to force things out of each other or like you're asking questions, you're not getting it. You're not getting like thoughtful answers mm-hmm. um, like where we don't find anything to connect with like the connection is so important. So what do we talk about? Typically, we move from San Francisco to Italy. It's a crazy story. And so we talk a little bit about that and then, and you find like, Hey, you live in Italy. Oh, have you been to Italy? Like, where have you been? Like, Oh, where have you been? And it's just a conversation.
2: Mm. Oh yeah. Especially the, the connection with American clients is amazing because I feel like sometimes I'm, I'm the bridge be, be behind these two lands and right. the, I, I know their vision. I know what they want, but I always, I all, all also come from Italy. So it's like, uh, yeah, I know you, I take your hands come here and let's have fun. And uh, if it's not a love, uh, there is somebody that can be happy with. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It sounds like you've spent a lot of time refining your sort of client experience. Is that is that true? Is that something you've intentionally worked on?
3: Yeah, you know, as we keep growing and, and, and kind of niching down our business, we've increased our rates quite a bit you know and it's it's not just that we're increasing prices just because uh one day to the next it's because we're leveling up our business and experience too we, we know that like the lily red experience is something unique and special it's a bit more connected a bit more trustworthy a little bit more of we're going to take you from wherever you're coming from to get that cultural destination amazing experience um and it's just part of what we do like the client experience has been leveled up every part of the way and you know when we first started we didn't realize what it was
0: mm-hmm.
3: um we didn't know what client experience was because we yeah. just were cameras in our hands and clicking and pointing and that's it mm-hmm. but every step of the way you you learn you get better and you're like like hey how can i pose my couples better how can i direct them better and you, and you level up like how you direct them and how you, how you guide them mm-hmm. um
2: how you find the plan B so quickly something happened on a wedding day and still like their is raining, for example, the most stupid thing. What if my wedding day is raining? No problem. Let's make it uh, amazing anyway. And uh, I like, really make it an amazing experience somehow. Like, uh, I, I want to see brides smiling from uh, minute one until minute, uh, I don't know, 1,000 million.
3: Yeah. yeah. You know, and that's, it's like through the experience of it too, you know, like mm-hmm. we know that, like providing a questionnaire, getting certain answers, maybe family lists or, or schedules of the day. We know that working on the timeline with the the, the, the couple or the planner, is gonna give us even better results, you know? Because we know how much time we need and where we have to be and when. Like like the more involved we are to a certain extent, like the, the smoother and better it is for everything photography-wise. Because we know what we need, we know what information it is, we know how to get ourselves in and out like effectively. Mm-hmm. and so like the client experience has gotten better because of that but also it makes us better for that like Mm -hmm. it makes our jobs easier honestly
1: yeah if there's someone sitting watching this episode thinking yeah i've not really thought about client client experience what would you say the first step is for them to to start working on that and start looking at things
3: sure you know you know i remember when we started we started with using like word doc contracts and like sending checks and God bless checks. I don't even know what the heck <laughs> those are anymore. Like, you know, like we were connecting, like the first thing you want to do is like take the most simple stupid basic things that take up your time and just like systemize them, you know, like get your proposal set up, get a calendar booking set up, get an inquiry form set up, get a proposal and contract and payment set up because now you don't have to think about these things. Like when, like you're setting systems up so that when you're ready to scale, you're able to do it. And it's not, you have to reinvent the wheel every time. Like you want to start the systems and, and like process and scales when you're smaller so that as you grow and as you expand, you're able to scale like readily. You don't have to create a system that is like a hodgepodge of a million things. Yeah. And the sooner you do that, like your instant, instantly your client experience is gonna get better. And then from there, you can start to build like the next level of that. Maybe mm-hmm. now you can build like a nurture sequence for emails or inquiries. Um, maybe after that, you, like you just keep adding things to it, you know? Uh-huh. Um, so you start the basics, the most basics and things you think are easy, like, oh, it's only 15 minutes or it's only half an hour there. Um, like it adds up yeah, like, I and mean, you want to get that time back and like the more um, standardized you can be, the better you are overall. Yeah. Um, and then like, you just want to be able to connect with your couples. Like you, you're going to know who that couple is over time. Um, the ones you love and the ones you don't, we all have them. Um, and, and when you find the ones you love, you, you, you inherently give yourself more, more of yourself to, to, to satisfy them.
0: Yeah. For the cynical people out there who might be thinking, well, You've already booked them, you already have their money. Why bother with the experience? Not, hmm. not, not us.: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but for those people who are thinking that. What would you say? You want those
3: evangelists. like yeah. we, we don't want just like customers who are like, "Hey, do you remember anything you about your wedding photography? No. Like I have photos. Do you look at them? No. Like we want someone who's like enthusiastic, someone's going to be the brand evangelist who's like, "Holy shit, I love your brand! Like I love your photography." Like I, I, I think I was reading to like an Instagram DM today, and this and this bride, um, to be, was a guest at a previous wedding that we were photographing at, mm-hmm. and they fell in love with the energy and experience and just had fun, and that transmitted into an inquiry two years later right nice. so like just be like being your best energetic self like you are leaving like your calling card around just by doing that um and that's what you want your future couples to be you want them to be like the most satisfied yeah people who are like holy shit you have to get them like there's not a question about it if you don't do it you're going to make a huge mistake yes like we want people to be like like a that's like a life changing decision or it's something like you just really, really believe in. And so you want other people to do it too because you know how great it is for them.
2: Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, For me, I compare ourselves like a... Luxury, like brand. So when I go shopping and I buy something, it is luxury. I want a great experience with it. I don't want to go like, uh, okay, that's, uh, this is broken after one year. No, I want to keep this because I spent so much money on it and I want the best value ever. So I feel like our clients, they invest a good bit of money of us and like, I, I want to give us. The, the most amazing experience ever mm-hmm. because like, I feel like deep inside down on me. Like,
3: yeah. It, it's, it's just gonna pay back tenfold, like, uh, like yeah. emotionally and financially, honestly, like yeah. y- because they're already, they're already aligned with with your previous clients. Like a referral is is a huge, huge bonus mm-hmm. because they're already aligned with like your ideal client. Like yeah, they're, yeah. they're just an extension of that. And now you're expanding networks and communities and, you, and you're letting them like, Speak the praise for you. Yeah. Because
1: you've like, done
3: such an amazing job. You've earned it.
1: In this yeah. industry, there's not really repeat customers, but those yeah. referrals are our version of repeat customers because they're saying, look, absolutely go with them because they were great. Like, go, mm-hmm. go, go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, Do it. <laughs> so, looking forward to Thrive, what, what are the shoot sessions with Lily Red going to look like?
2: Um, how can I, do you want to know a little bit more about style or because I have so no. many things going on? Okay. Style. Um, is interesting because I, when I do a session, uh, uh, in places, I always be inspired about place where I'm going to photograph, of course. And so for me, this time I want to, um, I don't know, kind of give, uh, uh, to the people, uh, the, the real experience of being in Glasgow, be, being Brighton, by being a little bit vintage, if I say. Mm-hmm. So one of the two shooting is gonna be very vintage inspired eighties. Um, let's. I because I all I also see uh, go back this trend in a wedding. So I want to give uh, to people the chance to have a portfolio that they can attract uh, a couple that uh, they see trend because couples they see trends they want to see what's going on uh, in fashion and bring into weddings. That that's that's another thing that is uh, is very related between fashion and uh, and and wedding world. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be it'll be back in time. With a hint of uh, fashionable, of course, mm. in both of my session, and I'm very, I'm very proud of. Vintage what it is
3: fashion, yeah. It's probably fashion. a little bit unexpected. It's, it's, it's a little bit nah, of a different direction. I for think it's really sure, fun it's different
2: too. direction. You know, mm-hmm. I, I also myself, I get tired about uh, go the same brand. And, you know, I, I need some change too. And uh, that's a great opportunity for me to be super creativity. Like those shooting are meant for be me creativity, creative. So is uh, uh, I'm excited. It's, it's yeah. vintage fashion, vintage, death, vintage fashion. Yeah. I love it.
0: Very cool. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. If you're out there, book your tickets. There are still tickets available. Oh, so, yeah, go for it. For sure, go for, for it. Sure. Um, just kind of wrapping up, there's a couple of questions left. Um, mm-hmm. But we always like to ask our guests if they have any book recommendations or, funnily enough, TV show recommendations or films. But in your notes, you mentioned that Vic has, he's never, well, he hasn't had a television for what, a decade. Is that right? Yes. Okay. You, you how know, that how is probably, that?
3: You, you know, I, I in like 2008 and 2009, I moved to San Francisco with my brother and we lived in a house with a bunch of people and we didn't have any money. So it started from necessity <laughs> yeah. that we didn't have a TV. It was, we couldn't afford it. And then bit by bit over time, as, as I moved overseas and et cetera, et cetera, I, I just got so busy that I did I didn't have time to watch it and so like the need to purchase one went away and then i i just realized i hated that noise in the background i I liked having the clarity of not having that like propaganda machine in the corner (laughs) and then and then it's just if you don't have that that like thing around you like you're so much less likely to sit there and just use it right Mm. like I took it out of the equation so that way it's not like a source of distraction
0: anymore totally like
1: yeah I I, 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 yeah I get that so do you do you still watch movies and tv shows but it's got to be more intentional like get the laptop out and intentionally watch it for sure right yeah Netflix
2: is uh yeah Netflix is
1: godsend (laughs) because we get to
3: use it (laughs) everywhere but you know it's it's a bit more like it's usually like honestly I'll usually probably binge something like over the course of a couple days and not watch anything for the next month okay know? like i need to i had to get out of my system and then like i can go back <laughs> to like having my clarity for the next 27 days yeah. or something
1: yeah so what what's been the most recent binge then hmm.
3: oh man what have you been watching
2: uh f- i just finished to watch yesterday i a plane uh, uh house of dragons
1: oh, oh yeah okay. okay you know oh yeah, yeah. yeah i've sure. not started I, that it, yet is no, it
2: good no. uh um, watch until the end <laughs>
0: Oh,
1: God. Watch until the end. That's what they said about <laughs> Game of Thrones. It was terrible.
0: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, my God. We have to watch until the end. So it's like, you know, th- these things is, uh, it makes you, you know, dream about, think about a different world and not living in this world. We, we love it. We love at some point. We're like, you, I mean, Game of Thrones, we love it yeah. until the end. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know? <laughs> So I've been watching this. What did you watch, uh, yesterday yeah, on a plane? God
3: bless. I don't know what did I watch. I think I probably watch some documentary about the world or something.
2: Oh, a lot of the. Docu- oh, okay. Like I okay. watched okay. like watch a documentary of Patagonia and now I want to go to Patagonia. How crazy is oh, that? Yeah. Like, Vic, I want to go to Patagonia. He like, calm down.
0: I was reading the subtitles. <laughs> the time.
2: Books, you read a lot of books. That's I don't true. read.
0: Mm, me neither.
2: Okay, so thank you. Because every <laughs> time I say that, people are like, oh my God, you don't read? Uh, <laughs> like, uh, I, I if I read the first page, I fall asleep. That's me. I'm, I'm I need that. to do.
0: I'm, yes, yeah. I am with you, 100%. Don't okay, worry. thank You're, you so much. Don't worry, yes. But like, what, but what, big read. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what, what I, have I, you I, been I, reading? Um, I
3: recently read a book called Story Brand by Donald Miller. If you ever heard of that, or yeah, Brand, C- yeah, I, can, I always get it confused. Yeah. I always get it mixed up. But uh, I I thought it was really eye opening into how you frame yourself as a guide for your couple. You know, so we talk about wedding photography. It's all about. You, your couple ha, ha, has a problem. They, they want a wedding photographer, but they also want to satisfy some deeper desire within themselves. So we talk about like the Lily Bride brand, like our, like the Lily bride wants to feel like the like a model on the cover of Vogue, you know, and that's really the service that that we're offering to people. Um, and so what Lily does is she, she, she is the person that like, like lets them experience that. And it's such a powerful thing to, to be positioned as a person who can get you that. Um, and so when you use that as, as how the framework for how you communicate and interact with your couples, it kind of changes how, how you serve and provide value to them. It, it changes what you offer them. Cause now everything you do is in the perspective, like, how do I get them from A to B? Like, how do I position myself so that they see me as an expert authority figure that, that gets them. Um, and, and if you can do that, it really gives you a lot of clarity in how you, how you talk to them going forward. And it makes a big difference in our
1: business hmm Cool. Yeah. yeah I, I really that's why that this bit. is the,
2: that's why he's the, yeah. be, the business behind your <laughs> <their> head. <laughs> he's and, the one that eat. <laughs>
3: and, and what's so fascinating, like what I love is that when, when you read like this book or anything else, you, like, you, you realize like, oh shit, there's so much I don't know. Oh, and yeah. then you just have to keep learning more like, oh shit, I didn't know that. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, that makes sense now. And you look back and you're like, oh wow, I could have saved myself like six months or a year, like right away. Yeah, just by like going on a learning journey, just by like learning.
0: When you when you when you read a new idea uh, and you, and you work it through in your head, is it easy enough to implement it into your business with Lily? If if you feel like it would work, or because you're the one reading the content and doing separate roles, is it is it harder? Oh, I, I think I love that question because it's both you know i I feel like every time we read
3: something we're probably already doing like an abbreviated or like bastardized version of it so now we're just learning like the right way to do it um yeah yeah like really yeah like like, it's true you know we we played plenty of mistakes and like the guys who wrote the books the ones who figured really figured it out and so we're probably doing something like that kind of worked and like maybe got us maybe that's why we read the book to start with um but then trying to implement the business, it, it can be challenging, but I think you just have to keep repeating it over and over. Like, yeah. I think that's the, it's, that's like the stupid secret to success. It's not like being a genius or being like super clever. It's just being like really disciplined. Yeah. Like that's, and that's, the that's, yeah. that's like, hard I, for I, me. I, I think that's like, that's the biggest hard for, secret me.
2: Like like for me. Like for me, like, every time I hear this for me from Vic or new ideas, I go like, no, 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 this is not going to work. Let's like, but. You know, I need time. So for me, it's like every time it's like, oh, that's, I'm struggling. It takes time. But you know, after some time I give yeah. him the credit of, okay, you are right.
3: Yeah. I, I think that was my aha moment was that like, there is no secret, except like it's, you don't have to be the greatest artist. You don't have to be the greatest marketer. You don't have to be a genius. You don't have to be lucky. You just have to do the work like every day, mm-hmm. like the small steps every day. Um, yeah. And that's all it is.
2: That's hard.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's hard. That's it's it hard because like way.
2: every day, you don't see the result in every day. Yeah. yeah. You see the result in a year.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like so if I wanted the six pack abs, I would start now and get them in a year. Maybe. Maybe. Like, like I wouldn't see that. I wouldn't see forget it. Forget about the pizza. Yeah. Fuck the pizza. I go for uh, the abs, Never you
0: know? forget about the pizza. Come on.
3: I know. <laughs> I, 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 I couldn't do it either. I, I love that pizza too much. But yeah. The like I, came here, is, I came to Italy sense. to eat, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But um it's, 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 literally the day-to-day that day to day stuff that we get too busy to do.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So on that sort of continually learning and improving on stuff theme, we always like to wrap up with sort of last question of what advice do you have for a newcomer? Like what one piece of advice that would just make them change something today do you have?
2: For me, it's like, it's very related to that. Do the work uh, every single day. You want to be the best of the best and uh, put this on your end goal, but doesn't come in one day. It comes in uh, years of dedication and uh, preparation and uh, making mistakes and uh, ma- failure, 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 failure. It's something that uh, I had to learn. Yeah. too.
3: I, I think I take the words of like Nike, just do it. Like, yep. you don't need a reason or a, a deadline. You just need to do it. Like, just, just shut up and do it. Yep. A- and. Like, I promise you, like, day in, day out, if you just do it, you will make the progress and the steps to, like, that, that, that life you were looking for. Like, it, you can do it. I, I, it's hard. Not everyone has the same chance or starting point. I know. It sucks. But uh, I really believe you can do it.
1: Yeah. We Ins- do too. Inspirational work We do too. We do yeah. too. You can. <laughs> yeah, stop, stop procrastinating. <laughs> just...
0: Yes. Saying, still yeah. watching that TV, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to
1: watch smoke. Netflix. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: It's cheaper. It'll save you some
0: money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us today on this episode of the podcast. Where can people find you if they wanted to see your stuff?
3: Sure. Uh, check us out. Photography work, lilyred.it. We've got education on lilyredacademy.com. Instagrams are what?
2: Uh, Elisabetta Lily Red.
3: And Lily Red Academy. Um, check and us out. We're online. Wait,
2: we are also TikTok now. Oh,
3: we got TikTok. <laughs> which I think that. is
2: a Lily Red. Oh gosh. I don't gosh, know. I don't Just know. Google Lily and- Red and will
0: pop up. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and you mentioned your podcast, right?
2: Oh yes. Well, yeah. so pod- my podcast is uh, American Mindset for Italiani. So it's in Italian. Okay. So you must learn Italian. And uh, the name is Non è colpa mia, which means it's not my fault. All right. Awesome. Say everything. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Right.
0: If you speak Italian, go ahead and listen to that podcast. For sure. For sure. Um, and people can find us at cinematefilms.co.uk on Instagram, Facebook, at forward slash cinematefilms. Uh, also hit that subscribe button on YouTube. That would be much appreciated. This episode has been brought to you by Photography Farm in anticipation of Thrive 2023 happening in March. Can't wait. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's happening on the 20th and 21st of March in Brighton, the 23rd and 24th in Glasgow. And I just want to make something clear. We were saying the word sold out a lot. It's not sold out. The event is not sold out. It was just Rebecca Carpenter's day for the shoot session. Oh, I still can't say that (laughs) word. Shoot (laughs) session. Um... One of her one of her days is a big deal. But there is still tickets. Still tickets. available for her shoot sessions. So mm-hmm. There is. Yeah. There is. So Glasgow day one is sold out. But day two, there's loads of free talks, loads of other three, free things happening. So definitely check out the website for availability. And uh, yeah, Brighton is still got tickets. So definitely buy your tickets and come and join everyone and have a damn good fun at Thrive. For six incredible speakers, shoot sessions that you can see your heroes in action lunch and snacks are provided it's held in a super well two super cool boutique hotels you get a killer goodie bag and the chance to hang out with some of your industry peers for two whole days or the just do the tour like i said in the last episode do the tour there's people (laughs) from glasgow going down to brighton i I don't know if they're i don't know if they're going to come back up and do thrive again but i hope so and if you like this episode, hit that subscribe button on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash at Perspective by Cinemate. Or you can get the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We hope to see you in the next episode.
1: However, in the meantime, enjoy your thrive.
2: Ooh, chao, chao.
0: <laughs> the goal isn't to live forever. The goal... Really? is to create something that will. (laughs) Hello, guys. Usually we have music happening at the end, and and it's all very high energy, but that was... But Yeah.